if you want to close out this year strong and start next year even stronger, then you may want to check out the Same Side Selling Academy six-week immersion program starting on October 10th. It's going to be limited to a small number of people, and it's hopefully a group that's going to be highly engaged, focused on same-side selling and how to grow your business. Just go to samesidesellingacademy.com to sign up. Hey, it's Ian Altman. Thanks so much for sharing your reviews and comments and even links to this episode on iTunes and on social media. It really makes a big difference. Today's guest is Simcha Gluck. Now, Simcha is a guy who is the co-founder and chief fun officer at Fresh Biz Global. They created this game that teaches entrepreneurial strategy and entrepreneurial thinking. We're going to talk about the biggest mistakes organizations make when trying to instill that culture of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about how when you go from traditional training to experiential, how it really moves the needle. And we'll talk about how you can really instill that philosophy of entrepreneurial spirit inside of an organization in a fun way. You're going to learn a ton from Simcha Gluck. Simcha Gluck, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much, Ian. So before we dive in, share with our audience something surprising that they may not know about you. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm a hip-hop dancer, um, a guitarist, a snowboarder. I don't know. I took my wife uh, skydiving for our one-year anniversary, and uh, I love life. (laughs) So you jumped out of a perfectly good airplane. Exactly. 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 Yeah, I don't understand. I I always tell people, I'm like, they're like, well, would you ever go skydiving? I said, no. They said, well, what if the plane was having trouble? I always say, well, I'd ask the pilot, what are the odds of landing? And if if the odds are better than 50-50, I'm staying on the plane. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. So, you know, I I mean, I get why people do it. It's just, um, I, I don't think I could do it. So you're a braver man than I am. Well, it's all good. But I will tell you, oh, my gosh. Epic experiences, epic experiences. Yeah, that's that's cool stuff. My my siblings have done it, and I'm like, you're crazy. So um, it's just the the I just have this crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's unusual, but I have this fear of hitting the ground at a high velocity. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you've got you've got a lot of expertise when it comes to building this entrepreneurial spirit inside of businesses and really embracing the the new entrepreneurs. What are the biggest mistakes you see organizations make when they try to introduce that entrepreneurial spirit into their businesses? That's a good question. I would say a few things. Um, number number one is that a lot of people don't really understand that just talking about something doesn't make it so. Um, in other words, it, you know, if you bring people into the same sort of boardroom, which is a boardroom because it's really boring in there and you want to have a conversation about creativity or how to unlock innovation, it's just words talking about words without actually giving people tools or a new mindset or a new way of thinking about what's possible. So in other words, gathering people together to talk about entrepreneurial thinking or what that even means is just more words talking about something which doesn't actually create the experience that people need to be able to get really good at it. Because all these different things that we're talking about right now are basically skills, they're a mindset. So if you want to train people in this type of work, you have to really give them an experience that uh, really transcends words so that they can actually understand what it looks like. And that's, you know, we'll talk more about it, but that's a lot of what our game-based experience is through FreshBiz that we put on, that that's exactly how it's geared to do. But I think, you know, another um, 
Another big trap also is that for the most part, and again, this is why you know it's important for us in the book, The New Entrepreneurs, you know, we really bring a whole new language to the new world of business because it's really hard to use the same old business words to talk about the whole new climate of business. And I guess what I mean by that, and Ian, you see this, I'm sure, all around you from all the consulting and all the keynotes talks that you do and things, but bottom line, we're in the new shared economy. I mean, there's, there's no roads, there's no blueprint for where we're going. Uh, with with the whole world of digital marketing and online and AI and VR and cyber, it's it's just I mean it's crazy what's happening. But if all we have are the same old words that refer to the old game of business, but here we are in the new game of business, and people just speak more of the old words and they don't know how to actually get to where we're going. So you know, I'll give you an example just to put it out there. So uh, and you and I were talking about this actually before our call about the idea of win win, right? So. Win-win is great. You know, um, if, you know, if you're in the business world, of course, you know, you want to create as many win-wins as possible where you win and the customer wins, right? That's, that's awesome. Um, in the book and definitely in FreshBiz, we talk a lot about what we call win to the winth power. In other words, this is exponential winning. So, you know, Ian, it's great for you to win. It's great for me to win. That certainly makes sense. But how do we get your listeners to win and your family to win and your country and my country and our friends and, you know, all because people are not at the negotiating table when two people are having a negotiation doesn't mean that they shouldn't have to win also, right? So if you win and I win, but the environment gets polluted, does that mean that it's a win-win? So in the world of win to the wind power, we talk a lot about multidimensional winning and what that actually means. But going back to your question, yeah, I think it's really key. We need, we need new, new language, new distinctions, and new experiences that can really put um, new ways of being and how to play this smarter new game of business uh, out there for, for, for executives and for employees. So, so when, when companies are thinking, well, gee, I, you know, I want my people to have better entrepreneurial thinking. What do they mean by that? What, what should yeah. they be striving for when they're trying to get new entrepreneurial thinking? Because I mean, to a certain degree, people could fall into the same trap you're talking about, which is, oh yeah, new entrepreneurial thinking. I mean, you ask five people for a definition, you get six definitions. So what should they be looking for and striving for? Yeah, that's good. You know, we just had our seven year anniversary with uh, FreshBiz and seven years ago is interesting because we really couldn't use the words entrepreneurial thinking too much because companies would say to us, oh, you're not going to just come into our company and do your whole FreshBiz entrepreneurial thinking. And then every one of our employees is going to want to wake up, quit and go start their own business. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not, what, that's not what we're talking about. So I guess to discuss what we are talking about, when we use the word entrepreneurial thinking, what we mean is the skill set and the muscle memory at being really good at turning ideas into reality. In other words, you know, you want to be able to give people the space and the opportunity and the resources that um, for them to make big moves, that they can use whatever sort of resources are at their fingertips, whatever they have access to, whatever's inside the company to be able to turn ideas in reality. In other words, they want to make a smarter service or a better product, or they want to create a smarter business model or a more effective, more efficient way for customers to be able to be handled in the right way. So entrepreneurial thinking is a way where, you know, you just want to basically activate your employees to care and to take ownership and to, of course, you know, integrity is at the core of everything, but essentially, you know, you want to be able to turn your employees into, into powerful, activated employees that can make decisions that can, that can think like an entrepreneur could think, well, what resources do I have right now that can essentially help me win the game? So that's what we mean by entrepreneurial thinking, getting really good at turning ideas into reality, using a whole world of resources, opportunities, possibilities, being able to see them, being able to generate them, knowing, knowing what partners you have out there. 
but seeing a full holistic picture and being able to turn those ideas into reality. Yeah, one of my clients refers to it as intrapreneurship. Basically, yeah. the idea is, look, I'm not trying to breed these people, as you suggested, to go out and start their own business or have a side gig or whatever. It's more, look, I want them to be inside of my organization thinking like an owner of our organization. And I want them treating the customer like, wow, this is the most important person in their world, not, oh, I'm just going through the motions. And is that kind of the direction you're going? That's exactly it. That's exactly the deal. You know, just to share with you in terms of, again, the importance of it, a lot of people, you know, they talk about this, but they don't actually really understand it. But, you know, I looked at uh, this incredible survey that uh, from, from, a, from a pretty high-level HR magazine that they put together, and it was basically going over statistics. It, it was called 13 Shocking Facts. And it was, um, you know, a few of them were that basically 80% of employees in today's world are disengaged. They're just showing up to show up. They don't really care if there's success, if there's not success. They're just showing up. They got their paycheck. They don't really know what their mission is. They don't really know what they're supposed to do. They feel blocked. They just show up. And what's interesting is that it actually mirrors uh, the fact that 80% of managers are also disengaged. That's crazy. So it's a big problem on top that mirrors a problem on the bottom and vice versa. And then the actual cost is in the hundreds of billions of dollars annually to the business world in America. Hundreds of billions of dollars and people just, you know, just showing up to show up, just whatever. Yeah, 100 and, uh, billion here, 100 billion there. Pretty soon you're talking real money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what are, what are the things that you see people try to do to build that culture internally? Um, what, in other words, you've got the people who say, okay, look – yeah, we get that we can't just talk about it, and we get that we we can't not give people tools. So what are the things that people kind of try to do? And then, of course, I want to focus on how you guys have pivoted and changed the landscape of this. But what are some of the things that people do to kind of try and make incremental progress? So a few things that, that we see companies doing to, to really to uplift their culture and to already even put culture inside their culture, if you can call it that, um, is – they start embedding personal development inside the the uh, culture, uh, which I think is really amazing. In other words, you know, they're going out to Tony Robbins events, they're watching TED Talks together, and then basically doing some group work around what they learned from the TED Talk that they can apply in their business. Uh, they're, they're leaving the office more, so it's really nice. We're seeing you know a bunch of companies that understand that very often a lot of creativity takes place outside of the work atmosphere. So how do we create some sort of team events that actually get us out of the building and get us out of our boxes and out of our rooms? Um, so that's 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 good stuff. Obviously, anytime you build up, you know, the, your entire community of of employees, your community of workers. I mean, that's amazing. You give them experiences and you give them activities to do and they can hashtag different things. They can show and share with their pictures on social media that they're having fun inside their business above and beyond just doing tasks and executing for some bottom line. Um but that really is what a lot of companies are doing. They're really they're embedding personal development. They're embedding uh, also just just uh, group group activities and uh, and fun experiences, so that this way they know that their people are really having a good time together. And obviously, the expectation or the hope is that giving our people a great space where they can interact and they can have fun together will hopefully uh, show them that we care about their self expression, which definitely in today's world of business is so important for businesses and for you know for employees. They really want to be able to. They want to feel like they can influence, like their thoughts, their impact, you know, their feedback. It matters. They're not just doing something again because someone told them to do something. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, I don't know. If, do you know Robbie Richman wrote the Culture Blueprint? 
Yeah. So, so Robbie, Robbie always says, look, the big, the funniest part is companies who say, well, we don't really have a culture. It's like, well, you have one. It's just not intentional. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you've, you've got one there. So one of the things that excites me about what you guys have done with FreshBiz is this whole idea of creating a game environment. You know, I, I launched a, a product called SameSide Improv a couple of years ago, which is a, a, a card game for doing role play and improvisation sales. And I'm always fascinated when managers initially say, well, I mean, I don't know if this is having an impact because every time people are doing it, they're just laughing and having a good time. And then 45 days later, they're like, oh my God, people are doing so much better. And I always laugh like somehow if they're having a good time, they couldn't possibly be making progress. So what are some of the things that you've put into the game and what sort of results are you seeing? Yeah. So first of all, I love your question and I love what you just shared because what a lot of people don't realize or don't know <clears throat> is that when you introduce the fun factor into aspects of business, it's a brilliant move. It's a great way to gamify it because, you know, it's a great way of going under the radar. Essentially, you know, if you tell people, hey, right now we're going to get better at sales by repeating lines here and there. Well, no thanks. But if it winds up being in the course of sort of a, you know, a role playing sales game, so then people are just having fun. And while they're having fun, they're also learning. They're also getting deep insights. By the way, I, I love that. And how often do you get people who are resistant and say, well, but if they're laughing and having a good time, is that really effective? Yeah. You know something? At this point, it's actually a lot more rare than it was about seven years ago. At this point now, we have, you know, it's like anything else. Once you have enough, you know, social proof and good sure. feedback and good success stories and like anything else, you know, people just understand. They're like, okay, I don't really get it, but I trust your method. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's the same thing, you know, with, uh, with the fresh biz board game. Um, definitely it's fun. It's engaging. Look, it's a serious game. You know, it's a board game. So the goal is to win and it's, it's, it's like life. It's a time-based game. So when the time is up, the game is over. So we created a really cool environment where people, as opposed to people necessarily competing with each other, they're really just competing against the clock because in essence, that's what we're all competing against in life really is just, the fact that the time is running out. So whatever we got to do, we got to do now because, right, because that's the deal. So definitely it's, it's a fun game. It's engaging. Um, I think what people also like is just, just like the game of life. And I don't mean the board game of life. I mean, just like the game yeah. of life, um, <laughs> our game is hackable and we actually encourage people to figure out ways where they can hack the game. They can really think outside the box, think outside the game, think outside the board, because that really is exactly what entrepreneurial thinking is all about. Um, entrepreneurial thinkers, they're not waiting for approval. They're not waiting for permission. They're looking for opportunities and they want to use their resources and their abilities to really be able to win. So it's the same thing with our game. And I would just add one more thing, you know, when people go through a fresh biz game based workshop with us too, one of the things that they like a lot is it's not one of these games where you're waiting for your turn. Cause again, we believe that in life, you should never be waiting for your turn. There's always something you could do. There's always someone you could speak to. There's always someone that you could reach out to or some partnership or smartnership that you can create. So in the game, it's the same way. You're never waiting for your turn. Therefore, you're bored. You're always in motion. You can always do something. And sometimes you also get a dice to throw. You know, okay, so that's funny. You get a die to throw here and there. But even when you don't have a die to throw, there's still moves that you could do. There's still partnerships you can create. So we're able to really simulate a good business environment that's fun, that's time-based. And we're able to really embed in it a lot of a lot of really good lessons that are that are relevant from leadership to sales to marketing, meaning just everything. It, it's 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 doable inside the game by changing the missions, changing the achievements, by tweaking it here and there. We can get very specific and hone 
what specific business uh, organizations want to work on inside of what they're doing. So give me give me some examples of kind of some of the scenarios that people might see in the game because I know the whole idea is that we're building the skill set so they can turn ideas into reality. So what might their experience be like in the game and what kind of results are you seeing from businesses that are using this? Sure. So I'll give you an example. We, we uh, just took a sales team from a really big company called RCS, the, the, let's say the largest online retailer of, of, uh, of uh, smartphones, for example, right? So we took, we took their, their entire sales team through, uh, through several workshops with us. And um, one of their biggest takeaways, and again, you know, you hear this, you might go, well, duh, but it, it's not duh for that person because it really went in deep for them. But uh, one of their biggest takeaways was obviously the fact that they can work better together. They can certainly, they can let go of, of uh, ego and greed if it, you know, winds up serving the greater good because they saw that in the game itself, it worked for them. But for them as a sales team, they really understood, you know, the idea that if, you know, if you want to make more sales, uh, you know, if you want to make more sales, you have to, you have to throw more dice. So we talk a lot about that, you know, in the game of fresh biz, you, you are able to, to progress basically through throwing the die, but you only have one die. So in our workshops, we very often ask the question, look, you know, if you're, if you're in your work right now, if you're at your job and you need to guarantee that when you throw the die, you guarantee yourself a six. You need that six. You need that yes. You need that sale. You need that close. How do you guarantee a six? Let me get people thinking about it. You know, well, you could do this. You could do that. Okay, so they're all nice ideas. But really what we put out there is if you want to guarantee yourself a six in life, Ian, throw a thousand dice. You throw a thousand dice, I promise you, I guarantee you that you get at least a six. And for some people that have a thousand friends on Facebook or a thousand connections on LinkedIn or a thousand Twitter fans, that just means updating your status with the right poignant communication and bam, you got your six. So as a sales team, how do you guys throw more sixes? You know, how do you, how do you throw more dice? And uh, that really just, it turned into a playful conversation as opposed to them putting this heavy energy around each potential person who's a sale or a no sale. They just started viewing it as they're just dice. We're, we're just looking for sixes. And they really started, you know, they started having dice around the office. They started really starting to throw dice, realize, you know, hey, this person's better to talk to. I may not close them, but I can work out a partnership with this person to close them for me. And it ultimately does a really good job for the team. That was a huge aha moment for the sales team, for sure. Um, uh, we we, uh, we uh, ran a conference for a bunch of insurance uh, agents. And this was great, you know, and uh, and it was a client, you know, it was, it was, a, it was an insurance conference with uh, over 150 people where basically – each one of them essentially is really a competitor of each other, right? I mean, in the insurance world, I can go to this guy or I can go to this guy. But we basically shift, you know, we shifted the entire climate to be about how we move the entire industry forward together um, because there's a lot of power in that, you know, a lot of power in bringing people together so we can make the whole industry better, we can offer people a better service. And I know who else is out there so that I know the specific niches inside of the insurance industry so that when it's not really relevant for me or maybe it's, you know, a client where – not really big numbers, but I know that this guy can do it instead. Now we already have the partnerships. Now we really, you know, we do what we call in the game, expand the pie. We actually played a game of fresh biz with them where the goal of the game was to expand the pie. So as opposed to just getting to a certain place when the time runs up, they had to also get there, but they had to also quadruple their startup capital by the time they ended up over there. And they, and, and you quickly realize that in order to quadruple the total startup capital of all the players, it's no longer about me paying you, Ian, and you paying me or money going back and forth between you and I because that winds up being like me transferring $10 from my right pocket to my left pocket. 
But how do we bring in outside money? And where does the outside money come from? And how do we offer more value so that we can bring in more outside money to be able to expand the pie and essentially make the entire industry of the insurance world better? So these are just a couple of different examples regarding sales, regarding insurance, regarding throwing the dice, but that are relevant inside of giving people a real simulation that they can that they can learn from. Now you you guys run these training workshops to to give people the the right framework and how to how to how to in essence play the game to get the best results. How often does your typical client revisit the game, and how often how often are they interacting using FreshBiz as a, as a template for them? I guess a few things I would say to you is um, we we are very often brought in. You know, I say we. It's my partner Ronen Goffney is the game creator. Uh, he's the CEO. Uh, I'm, I, I co-founded it with him. I'm, I'm the chief fun officer. I take my position really seriously. That. And um, and the two of us basically own FreshBiz. We have about 120 trainers around the world that are our partners in about 25 different countries. And we literally have training partners. I mean, that you know that are taking, for example, our partners in Costa Rica are taking Accenture and Ernst and Young right now uh, through a 12-month process. So every single month, that you know, they come in with a different game, a different achievement, a different talk, a different group, you know, group work based on the game that they can really advance and really, really make it implementable, which I think is awesome, make it actionable. Um, so we do six and 12-month long curriculums for sure for companies. Um, what we started doing a few months ago too is we we created um, a really good uh, training kit for specifically for chief learning officers and chief training officers or chief innovation inspiration officers inside companies, where they could basically just very simply they could just get an annual license and uh, they get access to an entire world of curriculum so that they can literally bring FreshBiz not only into just being sort of a monthly you know sort of team building or leadership event, but they could bring it into every single meeting that they want to have. And basically, you know, as opposed to talking about it like typical boring meetings are, they can actually play out a game based on their intentions and their outcomes for the month or for the quarter. Um, so it, it really is on the client. You know, at the same time, we do a full day of training and then they say, hey, thanks so much. You know, between the full day of training, between, you know, the book and between some other uh, materials, we're pretty much good until the next conference. OK, that's not a problem. But again, a lot of the magic takes place when we're brought in for a lot of the longer term curriculums that we run for companies. Sure. Yeah. You know what? And and we see the same thing with Same Side Improv, which is people can do a lot of this stuff on their own and, and I want them to be able to. Having exactly. said that, we also know that, look, if, if I'm facilitating a program for them, they're going to get that much, you know, everything's going to happen at a much more accelerated pace. Sure. But, uh, you know, I, I love the companies that have the discipline and they'll say to me, look, yeah, we use improv every week. We're seeing the impact it's having on our sales. Um, we're good. You know, so, you know, once or twice a year, we may have you come in and just answer other questions and work with the team, but otherwise we're good. Um, mm -hmm. I see those people get great results as well. So a lot of it is, as you alluded to before, it's the initiative of the organization. If, if they're, if they're, if they're an organization that sharp has good leadership skills and is really all in, we can certainly add value, but they're going to get a lot of it done on their own. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It really comes down to, you know, one, how innovative they are and how committed they are to really keeping the language, keeping the learning flowing. And, uh, exactly. That really just comes down to the right people inside, whether it be in the world of HR or the world of sort of the, the whole training or leadership team. But as long as you make those tools available, my goodness, you know, let, let them run with it. Can you share like one of your favorite success stories of an organization and kind of, you know, how things change for them by implementing this type of program? 
Can I share one, let's say, in the world of a small business owner and sure. one in the world of the company? Is that okay? Yeah, whatever, whatever you like. I mean, it's just, you know what? I, I just think that for listeners, it's helpful to hear, ah, here's what changed for this, for this company that might be just like me. Yeah. I just think it makes it a little bit more tangible for everybody. Okay, so I'll share a small business owner first. Um, we do these three and four day fresh biz experiences globally where we take a group of entrepreneurs or small business owners away for three and four days to, to do some pretty high level work. So one of our participants, her name is Ayelet. She's from, from Israel. And, um, you know, we were playing a game and at one point she found herself stuck in the fresh biz game and Ronan came by and was like, well, why are you stuck? What are the different options you could do? And she went through the different options, but for some reason she, she like just intentionally didn't mention the fact that she could take out a loan in the game. And Ronan basically said, well, how come you're not bringing up loans? You could take out loans. And she had this whole fear cross her face. Like she turned white for a second. No, 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 no. We don't do loans. Like it was just sort of like just this thing that you don't do. And we really broke it down for her. And, uh, and, you know, that's how she was raised from her parents and things like that. And we really got to the fact that, you know, loans essentially is nothing more than money used to buy money. I mean, that's, that's all it is. There's no energy about it. It's just money used to buy money. And we took her through a process where, where she, you know, she said to us that she's at a place right now in her business. She actually uh, has about 3,500 orders every month that she sells people like really top level spices and recipes and all the different things that are in the world of spices basically. And, you know, she's at this place where she, uh, she could do this big branding move where it would cost basically close to about $15,000 but it would save her, you know, uh, it would rebrand her so that it would make things a lot easier to be able to sell her spices. And as opposed to right now, she has to package and label everything herself. And, and only thing stopping her basically in her mind was a loan basically for $15,000. So that's why she decided not to do it. It basically helped her realize essentially just through the fresh biz game that basically, again, a loan is just money to buy money. So we helped her realize, you know, if you were to spend, let's say about $15,000, then how much time would that free up for you? And she realized it would free up close to about 50 hours over the course of the next 60 days. I said, okay, in 50 hours of the next 60 days, could you go ahead and could you uh, do some customer acquisition that would, right? And then if so, what's your average order? So how many new customers could you get, right, by having 50 free hours over the course of 60 days to essentially offset that $15,000? And the moment that she understood that it's just it's just different ways to allocate energy and resources, and it's just it's not it's not this massive fear based thing. She she made a huge move. She's having a huge success right now, and she no longer brings this really heavy energy around making shifts and changes in her business because she just has a whole new perspective on how to view it. And uh, that was a big game changer for her. That's great because she may not have tapped into that self limiting belief if the game didn't provide a kind of an almost out-of-body experience, like, okay, now I can see this not through the eyes of my business, but a business in this game. And wow, I'm reluctant to consider any sort of financing. But the reality is that that's the logical answer. And I mean, it's I just think it's great that people can tap into that. And by the way, we see it all the time with Same Side Improv as well, where somebody will say, oh, well, well, the, the client wouldn't pay more for that. We'll say, well, why not? Well, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't, but is it worth that? Well, it is, but I always buy the cheapest. Okay. Well, but does your client? Well, no, my client wants the best results. Okay. So what would you do in that scenario? Well, I mean, if I'm playing this character, I would buy it, but personally I wouldn't. And it's just all of a sudden just the light goes on like, oh, that's my own limit, limited belief that's causing me to not sell stuff at a premium. Yeah, sure. 
Sure. It's fascinating. It's funny, but it's just, you know, the person has to go through something like that themselves to really get it. Um, and then I would just say, uh, you know, uh, one more thing, which is really fun. You know, we, we were actually there in Costa Rica when we basically kickstarted this large year long project with Ernst and Young in Costa Rica. And what I would tell you, which I think was really awesome to see is, and again, I mean, this already happened just inside of a full day, but how it's carried over since then is huge. Very often when you speak to senior executives and, and, and sort of, you know, a little bit of the older generation business, I mean, they've been brought up on the bottom line where the bottom line is strictly a money-based number. I mean, that, that's really it. And, you know, you'll see in the Fresh Biz game, you'll see also in our book, The New Entrepreneurs, that a, a, a big distinction that we bring is we what we call action cards. You know, in life, we don't only have money, we have our action cards, our, our non-monetary resources that we can leverage and we can basically, if we play them the right way, we understand the value, then we can we can really use them to win. So action cards in life basically are, you know, your connections, your talents, your strengths. Action cards in the game can let you do really big things. And what was really amazing was that the second game we played with Ernst & Young, they was a game where they basically, you know, they, they, they chose not to start with any money whatsoever. They went from being all about how much money everyone has and how much money people don't have to they started realizing that it's more important to be about action cards. And it was really very, very cool to see. I mean, that really they were, they were more excited about and cared more about all their sort of their non-monetary currencies and the money itself. And just from talking to our partners, you know, what's been happening basically for this group in Ernst & Young in Costa Rica is that they've really gotten so masterful and understanding all the different resources that they have within their community. You know, they started doing a lot more events where they actually showcase all the all the strengths, all the connections, all the talents that people have so that when they walk into a room, they could already basically walk in and see this whole bulletin board, this whole massive wall of all of people's talents and abilities that they have to basically win the game or close a client or get a new deal. And I think it's so important, you know, we're living in a world right now where people are talking about human capital. They understand the possibilities. They understand what's out there. People want to get out of their silos for sure, right? That's a huge thing in the world of companies. But people only get out of their silos and people can only unlock human capital when you understand what's in it for me and for everybody when we actually really work as a team together. And, you know, it, it's kind of silly to say, right? Because if, you know, Ian, if you and I asked a room of 100 people, you know, hey, is collaboration important? They'd say, well, hell yeah, it's important. Of course it's important. But they would all say yes individually. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. And and just knowing that something is important doesn't mean that people do it and doesn't mean that they even have the skill or the knowledge on how to do it effectively, right? So so that's been a huge win for them is really, you know, is really getting off of just money to understanding, wow, our people here have so many strengths, talents, abilities. How do we communicate into that language so that we can win and close more deals and do more things together? Because that's going to be a lot more effective and powerful. It's been—I mean, it's been—it's been amazing to watch. It's been amazing to hear the feedback, also. Yeah, you know, it's—it's it's a great story, and I, I love—I love hearing about this and just the transformation it's having for businesses, small and large. It's—it's um, it's got to be really rewarding for for you guys. Um, so I know that you've got an offer for our for our listeners, um, but uh, you know, so share with us that information as well as the best way for people to learn more about you to connect with you to learn more about fresh biz yeah sure thanks so much for that um a few things one our website is freshbizgame.com so freshbizgame.com is how you can uh reach us and how you can check out more about our book the new entrepreneurs with a z at the end called change the way you play life right so that's all available there my name is simcha s-i-m-c-h-a last name is gluck g-l-u-c-k and i'm on facebook and on linkedin and i'm 
I'm pretty active too. So if I could be a resource in any way, shape, fashion, or form, you could reach out to me over there as well. And a couple of offers that we that we put together for your listeners is uh, a couple of things. You know, one is if you're in North America, all you need to do is basically send a text message to four four one four four with the word book B O O K. You text four four one four four with the word book. And we'll basically send you the first three or four chapters of our book, The New Entrepreneurs, to get you started. Um, at this point, I think it's got over like 100 five-star reviews. So people seem to like it. It resonates, which is nice. And the second thing is uh, all you need to do is uh, for any and all trainings, workshops, curriculum, whatever that you order from FreshBiz, if you basically just put in the comments, you put Ian Altman, that that's how you basically got to us, we'll give you 15% off for everything that we do together. That's great. You know what? It's a generous offer. And I will tell you that it's just the results that I see with clients when they, when they introduce these, the, the idea of games and that type of interaction is remarkable. And just, I think you guys have taken it to a whole nother level and I can see why organizations are getting the kind of results that you guys are seeing. Hey, well, thanks so much. And you know, Ian, just to tell you, I was really happy that, that we, uh, that we were doing this today because it's nice also just checking out the work that you're doing being in a space of bringing experience and role playing and, and improv, right? Yes. And right. Just teaching people how to roll with things. It's so key to help because look, the future of business is here and therefore training needs to change. So what kind of training do people need? It's gotta be more engaging. It's gotta be more experiential. So I appreciate that, uh, that we're basically that that's, that that's the world that we're in right now and we're doing it. Yeah. You know, it's exciting stuff. So Simcha, thanks for joining me. And, uh, I'm sure people will be reaching out. Thanks so much, my friend. Man, I would love to sit in on one of their sessions. It must be a blast. Let me give you a quick 30-second recap of the key things I think you can take away and use right away from Simcha's interview. First, remember, don't just talk about entrepreneurship and use old language. Make sure you're giving your people the tools to actually make it happen. I love the fact that their game, FreshBiz, is actually hackable so you can introduce the fun factor to drive results and make sure that you can let go of your ego and greed and just do the things that make sense for business. I think these are all great entrepreneurial lessons. Remember, this show gets its direction from you, the listener. If there's a guest you think I should have on or a topic I should cover, just fire me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everyone can embrace, even your customer.